Welcome to episode number 12 of the Jack Vegan Podcast. And today we're going to tell you how we like to deal with hard times. So what to do when something unexpected happens in your life. And there's two specific aspects we're going to address. A hard time physically. And Josh, what's the other one? Emotionally, mentally, however you want to put it, but not tangible. Exactly. And a hard time psychologically, emotionally, and mentally. And as always, we got Josh here, as you already know. So, Josh, why do you want to talk about this topic, man? Bro, this hits so close to home. Okay, this weekend, which this is fine. My car broke down, and I, it broke down last week also, or two weeks ago, whatever it was. And so that was kind of unfortunate. But it stuck at um, the – what's that? sales Ross. It's stuck at Ross right now in uh, like 10 miles away from my house. So yesterday I went, and I wanted to go bowling. And I went to get my bowling stuff out of the car that is broke down and somebody stole it out of my car. And it's like $500 worth of stuff. It's got a bowling ball. It's got two bowling balls, a bag and shoes. So needless to say, yesterday I was like pretty bummed about it and still kind of bummed about it today. So what's the best way to handle something if you are psychologically or mentally stressed or emotionally stressed or um, you're physically taxed and there's a couple different directions you can go depending on what type of stress you are dealing with first of all i know that you can't empathize with that analogy at all because you think bullying is stupid but i like it as a hobby and so i don't appreciate the disrespectful glare maybe that's the universe telling you something man (laughs) i'm the best at bullying (laughs) pick up a new sport (laughs) i know it's fun though you've been yeah yeah i've tried bowling not a big fan Yeah, you probably weren't very good. Okay, so the best way to handle it is if you are a lot, many people are under the misconception that if you are, we'll just say emotionally drained. If you're emotionally drained, the best thing for you to do is to be sedentary, watch your favorite TV show, eat some good food, whatever. And that might be acutely productive, meaning you might start to feel elevated spirits um in in the time being but chronically that's not good for your health that's not good for your psychological well-being because it just keeps accruing that way so that anytime you go through psychological stress you have the same intervention as you previously did so what's a more productive way that you genuinely feel better you're basically creating a habit like every time something stressful happens and guess what i'm gonna feel good by eating some food yeah then and then even little stresses, if you do it consistently, even the little, little things that happen into your life, in your life will trigger that. And then you will be eating food. And then the outcome of that is not going to be nice. People just aren't born stress eaters. Okay. It's not, that's not the way it works physiologically. What happens is, as you said, this habitual routine takes place after X amount of times of reverting to the same, uh, the same thing to cure your symptoms then you start to just continue to go back that to that routine. So let's say you had when you were 15 or whatever, the first time you really stress ate, let's say instead of stress eating, you had went out and exercised really hard. Then you would be a stress exerciser instead of a stress eater. That's just the way it works typically. So the best way to go about this is to anytime you feel like stress eating, anytime you're at your kind of mental capacity to where you need to revert back and relax, get a great training session in. 
go in a really hard a training a freaking session. hard and that's a good cue for you to go in and do some really hard hit cardio or um, a really great uh, resistance training session and ultimately that's going to be the most productive way to recover from your stress to clear your thoughts to make sure that you're focused for the next day and set you up for success dude this this reminds me to uh a couple years ago um i i had a job and i got fired from my job i had a you know some thing with my boss and he ended up firing me i will i felt really bad for like the first hour and then you know what i said i'm gonna go squat <laughs> and i went to the gym and i did 20 rep maxes and if what? you ever if you've ever squatted before you know that that's like the one of the hardest oh things you can do God. in your life it's painful it's painful in your legs it's painful to your brain it's painful to your lungs it's painful everywhere but i remember that i came home and I recorded a video, a selfie video after that session. I felt like I had a lot of anxiety before that. I, I came back from the gym and I recorded a video say, hey, I just got fired. And I feel really fucking good because now is the time for me to do you something made a video? on my own. Do you yeah. still have I, it? I have it, yeah. I have send it to me, yet. bro. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Um, okay, I yeah. want to see that actually super bad. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, I rec- and I did that right after the session because I felt really good that the going to the gym and, and lifting weight and, and putting myself through, through something really hard just make me feel better. And I came back home with a better mindset of feeling really good and motivated to start something new. I wasn't feeling anxious anymore. I knew that I could do something else. So mm. that's just the way I've dealt with stresses, the stresses throughout my life. And that's a great illustration. And there's now obviously there's more variables than just going and getting a super hard training session. Let me give you an example. Let's say you had understood periodization the way that you do now. So right after you got fired, you just finished week four and you were exceptionally taxed physically. And so that means that you can't go get a really hard session in because you had already finished week four. So what do you do then, right? What's your intervention? Well, it could be as simple as uh, putting on some relaxing like jazz music and going on a three mile hike somewhere if you're physically limited to going in and getting a maximum capacity training session then still go and be really active hikes can be excruciatingly difficult depending on where you're hiking depending on how hot it is depending on how hydrated you are etc so get a really challenging hike and go do that because that's not going to take much to recover from but it's going to be still really difficult in the moment so really find something that's at your boundary and push yourself do something you haven't done before go on a 20 mile bike ride challenge yourself in a way that you haven't really done in the past and i promise you it will pay off more than eating pizza and watching netflix yeah i, I think a, a really good way to decide what to do is is do something that's going to allow you to not think about the thing you're worried about that's going to oh, allow you to be 100 100 focus on the thing you're doing you're doing right there um and that way you you're just gonna not think about that your brain's gonna feel better you're gonna feel better because you're not gonna be constantly thinking about the thing that's worrying you that's creating anxiety whereas if you stay home sitting on the couch eating you're gonna be going through the thing forever in your head exactly and you know what that's a good point so the purpose of you listening to this podcast right now is to come up with a backup plan. You break your everyday routine, you're emotionally stressed, whatever. What do you do then? Your plan should be to A, get whatever exercise is going to be most productive for you. That might be a 20 rep max on your squat. That might be a, a really hard 
hike. That might be a bike ride. That might be you swim farther than you've ever swam before. I don't know. You know, something that's really going to push you that you enjoy, uh, accomplishing a task physically is going to be really paramount to you seeing success right after that. Depending on how much time is left in your day, go do something intellectually of a pursuit that you've wanted to do for a long time. So like, let's say you wanted to start your master's in something, go look into different programs that are offering a master's degree and look at what, what needs to happen for you to get accepted into those programs. Or let's say you've wanted to start a business for a long time, go look at what are the first steps to start that business and be productive mentally as well as physically for the rest of the day. I promise you, you will feel 10 times better. Yes. Follow this directions and you will feel better. Now, what to do when you have a physical stressor? Sometimes it is good just to rest and not do a whole lot during the day. So if you're physically just taxed, you've had either a, a long accruing set of training sessions that have just, you know, systemically fatigued you, or um, you've been, you work a labor job and you have had 60 hour weeks for X amount of weeks in a row and you just need a break, then it's a good idea to plan either some type of vacation where you uh, get to take a break from life and you get to uh, relieve yourself psychologically and physically, or to plan a couple days on the weekend where you are, that's the times that it is acceptable just to lay around and maybe sleep extra that day watch your favorite movie, uh, get some good food. If you're physically stressed, physically taxed, that means you've already been being really productive with your body composition. And it's a good idea to take a little break. What are some of the symptoms that someone can experience when they're feeling physically stressed? Lack of motivation to train. You could have different types of joint pain. You could be constantly getting sore. You could uh, be suffering with your performance in the gym. So like, let's say your eight rep max for squat is usually 220, 210 or 200 might feel really difficult for six reps because you're so taxed. So just be monitoring these symptoms, make sure that your performance is up to par, make sure you're feeling driven to go train and make sure you're not a poor quality of sleep is another symptom. If you're sleeping really poorly, then those are all examples of what can happen if you just need a break. Yes. Um, yeah. So if you're feeling physically stressed, then it's okay to take a break. Take it because you're going to feel better after the break and you probably need it. If you don't take it, you'll be forced to take it by your body, by either you getting sick or you um, getting injured. And you don't want either of those happening because it sucks. Right. So anything else you want to add, my man? Yeah. So one more thing. This is to prevent the negative way to handle stress. There are a couple of negative ways I want to point out because this is likely the way that most of the population handles it. The first way is obviously the indulgence of food or binging on certain nights and it, you know, it acutely makes you feel better. And the next morning you wake up, you're bloated and you feel terrible. Mm-hmm. That's one way. The next way is going out and drinking and partying um, on like a Thursday or Friday night. Some people just like to slam alcohol and it makes them feel better during that Friday night or that Thursday night. And that is going to be counterproductive for psychological and physical gains. And so I don't want to encourage that. And I want to discourage that and go about the course that we just pointed out, uh, which is going to sustain mental and physical health significantly better. Yeah. And, and look at it also from a long, long perspective. If every time right. you're feeling stressed, you're going out and, and binge drinking and partying and going to bed at 7 a.m., 
or just eating a bunch of food that makes you feel good while you're eating it, but then you feel like crap and you repeat that for 10 years, that's not a, a happy or pretty outcome. Exactly. Whereas if every time you're a little stressed, you go for a cold, for a run or for a workout, that's freaking awesome. Now, one more thing to point out. This is a cure for different stresses, but the best way to prevent these type of stresses is to have your life in order. As you said, to have a structure, to have a sleep structure, a sleep schedule, a morning schedule, get your training in, have your diet under control, follow those prioritizing constituents, and it will be much harder for you to get super stressed about things because you have everything in order, your business life, your family life, whatever. Yeah, and, and I, one thing that I read the other day, it was funny, it was like, a, it was a meme that said, things that got improved or got better with worry and stress. And it's a blank list. <laughs> like True. nothing, nothing, like any problem that you might be having, whatever, is not going to get better with you being stressed about it or you worrying about it. So I totally concur. You're going to think better and come up with solutions by not being worried because you actually can sit down and, and figure out what you need to do to get back on track. I love it. I couldn't concur more. Me and my wife have had this conversation multiple times. There you go. My man. <laughs> Cool. All right. All right. Well, everyone, thank you all for listening. That's it for today's episode. If you want to work with us and you want our help with creating new habits, with uh, improving your body composition, shredding fat, building muscle, and getting fitter than ever, then you can click in the link in the description and you can book a free consultation with us and Let's we'll see it. if we can help you out. All right. That's it for now. Thank you, Josh. Yep. Thank you. Cool.